Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you the missing piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the Anti-Diet Mindset Reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Missing Piece. Paul here, riding solo, uh, because Angie and I are getting ready to travel for Thanksgiving. So I'm knocking out a couple episodes here while she's at home taking care of business, uh, doing, you know, other Angie things. And I'm going to take this as a chance to reflect a little bit. And I'm going to use it as a little holiday episode, right? Like we're going to talk about some experiences that I that I've traditionally had over Thanksgiving and Christmas as a business owner. And as always there's a tie in because I believe business and fitness are well, they're both about being human and everything human is connected. So we're gonna talk about that. And um that's what that's what I'm gonna do. But we're not I'm not talking about like tips and tricks like, oh my God, this is this is how I came out of Thanksgiving, you know, feeling slimmer than ever. Like I'm not gonna do that. I think that's stupid. We're gonna dive into the mindset piece of it. All right. And so before I get started, hey, I just want to say thanks for listening. And if you haven't been to missingpeacepodcast.com yet, I would, well, I'd say strongly recommend, but of course I do because it's my stuff. But head over there. Like, there's cool stuff. You can join our Facebook group. We have a ton of, uh, we do free, like, we give away resources in the Facebook group all the time. We have a couple of PDF resources uh, up on missingpeacepodcast.com. It, just go there. It's every everything we do is is on that website. You can kind of dig in and see what we're all about. Okay, now what I'm talking about today is I'm talking about the human experience over the course of the holidays, specifically as a business owner, but it can apply to really anybody in that area. And so I'm just going to take you back in time. You know, as a as a young adult, basically I, I lived out of so I'm from the Chicago suburbs, right? And outside of my time in college, which was in central Illinois, in the middle of the cornfield in Champaign, what up? And outside of a couple of years right after college, where I lived in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, where my first job was, I have been back in the Chicagoland area, whether in the city or in the burbs. So it's a long time. And Angie is from St. Louis, and she has been at, you know, post-college up in Chicago as long as I've been. So it was since we quote unquote lived by my home, um, it was kind of unspoken that Thanksgiving and Christmas would always be with her family. And so that's, that's what we did. It's what we do. And you know, that's fine. Um, the problem came from within. I, I had a problem with this and it was all, it was mostly internal though, because especially when I got into owning the gym, um, Thanksgiving and Christmas were really in 4th of July. So federal holidays were really the only time of year that I could really shut down for like more than a couple of days. Cause even 4th of July, I can't really shut down for a couple of days unless 4th of July is like, you know, a, a Friday. Then I get Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Um, but Thanksgiving, I'm like, man, I could shut down legitimately Tuesday through Saturday. Let's just say to, or Tuesday through the following Monday, really. It'd be all good. And Christmas, you can shut it down the week between Christmas and New Year's and be all good. Like nobody's going to even push back. And I, and, and, and I can have some downtime. I can have some reprieve because owning that business, it wasn't like this fast paced environment. It wasn't this huge, like, you know, Wall Street, 
you know, really high, high intensity, fast pace, but I would describe it. It's more like the Mississippi. You know what I mean? It, it, it looks pretty chill. Like you always got a Starbucks in your hand, you're hanging out at the gym and on the surface, it seems to just flow like a river. But what you don't realize is how fucking powerful that current is. And it's just a slow grind that you cannot stop. You know what I mean? You are at the gym at five in the morning, Monday through Friday for years and years and years on end while also being there um, at night till seven or eight at night for years and years and years on end. It's nothing, it's nothing that'll break you in one day, but let me tell you over the course of time, the shit wears on you, wears on you big time. It wears on you physically for sure. The lack of sleep, the running on caffeine, it wears on you mentally, always being on, always being the host Always, always having somewhere to be and never really having time off, right? So for that reason, Thanksgiving and Christmas were, you know, somewhat sacred to me because I could like literally sit there, shut the door to the gym and not have to worry about it. But for years and years and years, I would, uh, you know, I would argue until like one to two years ago, I never let myself recharge mentally there. I never let myself recharge mentally. Or I, or I never came back refreshed. It was actually more stressful during that time than it was refreshing. And that's that's what I want to talk about today because maybe maybe some of you guys are feeling that too. Or maybe you just feel that about weekends in general. Um, but it, it's a common theme that happens. And so the reason I came back more stressed out and not refreshed, it came down to two things. It came down to, A, just not knowing what I wanted to do in order to charge my batteries or what I needed to to charge my batteries. And I guess I'll talk about that first because the second one's a heavier hitter. So first, first I'm just going to say this. I didn't really know. I didn't have enough self-awareness to know like what I really needed to recharge my batteries. And guys, uh, for those that don't know me and and I hate like labels like this, like, Oh, it's, it's kind of trendy now or whatever. I'm, I'm introverted, right? I'm largely introverted. And that doesn't mean I'm shy because I'm, I'm not shy at all. Um, but what that means is that I gather energy when I'm alone, right? So being alone recharges my battery. That's, that's, that's the difference between introvert and extrovert. That's all. It doesn't mean shy. It doesn't mean social. What, well, it kind of means social. What it means is when I'm with people, it's draining my battery. Even if I'm having a great time, and when I'm alone, it's recharging my battery. An extrovert would be the diff- the opposite. You know, Angie's the opposite. She she gets very tired if she's alone. But like the minute she's around people and conversations happening, she's she's lit up. She's filling up, right? And so, anyway, the point is, I'm introverted, right? I gather energy when I'm alone. Now, I want you to think about the fact that I fucking train people for a living, and I have to be on and talking to them for eight to ten hours a day. And when I'm not talking to those people. I'm running staff meetings. I'm, you know, talking to accountants and lawyers and, and all the contractors that go along with that business. So guys, my quiet time is sacred, but I didn't know. I just didn't know that about myself. I didn't have, I didn't have the self-awareness at the time. And, you know, yeah, I just didn't have the self-awareness to know what I wanted you know, or what I needed. Maybe what I, you know, maybe what I needed was quiet time and I needed to bring a book, um, which I, I brought books, but I didn't, I never actually created the boundaries to read them. Maybe I just needed to shut my brain off from work for a little bit, but you know what I brought with me all the time on Thanksgiving? I brought my laptop and 
I, I was constantly in this state of halfway working. I didn't have a real list of things that needed to be accomplished. I had the ever running list. And so what I would do is I'd go to the coffee shop, you know, for an hour or two in the morning, you know, just open my laptop. No real, no clear plan. Just like, man, I got to clear some tabs. I got to get something done. And then I would just do something, you know, maybe slightly productive, something like catching up on my bookkeeping or whatever, but it was nothing that like lit me up. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like really fired up and creating strategies and and doing bonus work. I was literally just kind of doing day-to-day work. So essentially now I haven't had the day off work. And if I would have just let myself chill with that and be like, Hey man, you can have some quiet time. Maybe you can go to the coffee shop and just read your book alone for two hours. Like that'd be cool. Um, but I didn't do that because a, I wasn't aware. I just wasn't aware of what I needed. And therefore I wasn't able to create the structures, structures around my vacation, the boundaries around my time. If you can call it a vacation to actually do the things that I knew would recharge me and refresh me and like fill me up. And Aside from not knowing, there's another piece that's more dangerous, and it's probably what a lot of us are facing right now, and that is, uh, maybe I didn't feel like, not maybe, I didn't feel like I deserved time off. Um, I had a story in my head that, you know, it's a story that other people told me, and I just accepted, and they accepted, even though they were living proof that it wasn't true, which is that building a business is a grind and it's meant to wear you down. And whether and, and replace building a business with life, with adulthood, somehow there's this accepted story about adulthood, right? That is supposed to grind you down, being tired, being stressed, you know, busy. Oh man, everybody's busy, right? And that's just the way it is. You're just busy. That's how that's how it goes. And if you want to live a life that's a little bit more slow paced, easy going, a little bit a little bit less forced, you're freaking crazy for wanting that. You don't deserve that. Who are you to deserve that? Is what I told myself. Who was I to be the hot shot taking Thanksgiving off when I've only been in business for five years? Like, this is the toxic-ass thinking that was going on in my head. So I would find something to do, and I wasn't super passionate about it. And it would, it would, it would take away from my quality time. But also, I couldn't come back refreshed. So now it's like my production across the board is just lower. Because there's this dip. There's this chance I had to slow the current, to step out of the river. And just let the current pass me by for a little bit and just gather my thought and gather my energy and come back and, and, and hit it hard. But I missed that opportunity every single time because I didn't feel like I was deserving of taking a break. Deep down, that's what it was. I didn't think, and, and by the way, guys, I wasn't thinking that shit consciously. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have a you know, a a list of what I do and don't deserve. That's not how this works, but it shows up in these other toxic thoughts that when you step back from don't make sense. How on earth could anybody be super productive with zero days off a year? Hey guys, when I say zero days off, I extrapolate what I just told you about Thanksgiving and opening up the laptop and spending a few hours that way. That's what I did every single Sunday. So I literally had zero days off because yes, I didn't have clients on Sundays, 
But I would sit there and just zone out from my laptop and do some random bullshit. No real, no real structure. It wasn't like I had, oh man, these are the Sunday duties I have to do. I would just wake up and kind of feel guilty about not having any work to do. So I would just go do something. Not necessarily time sensitive. Not necessarily a part of a strategic picture. Just it was work. And if you feel anxiety about being away from work, and if you feel anxiety about being away from your workout routines, like, oh my, how am I going to do it? And this is a separate conversation, but if you feel like literally stress around not doing it, it comes down to deservingness. Now I'm going to work out when I go St. Louis this, this year, but it's not because it's not because I'm stressed about not doing it. It's because I literally enjoy it. And I'm going to go and I'm going to listen to a podcast and I'm going to lift some weights and it's going to be my alone time. And it's going to be super fun. It's going to be a change of environment because I'm going to go to a gym I wouldn't normally go to, obviously, because I don't live in St. Louis. And it's going to be great. But I, if, if I didn't work out, I didn't like that would That would be a that would not be a problem either. So anyway, the point is this thought of deserving, deserving time off, it shows up in our in our head differently. And so, so many times we put expectations on ourselves to be robotic. And this is fitness or business. We lose our own humanity because we're like, man, I can just be efficient, right? And it's all, it's the Gary V bullshit. It's all the bullshit about hustle and grind you hear out there, right? Like you could work while everybody's sleeping. Like you could, but nobody actually does productive work that way. Um, you know, you could, you could work all through your weekends and you, and you could, you totally could. But if you're doing it because if you're doing it for any other reason, then that's literally how you want to spend your time. Like some, I, I admit some Saturdays, I still wake up early before my kids get up and I come to my office and I knock out a couple hours of work. The difference is in the intention. The difference is in, I am so fired up. I literally can't wait to do this until Monday. That's my intention now, as opposed to I'm a loser if I don't hustle and grind with every minute I have. And we put these expectations on ourselves that we can be as efficient as a machine, that we can be robotic, and we lose our humanity in that. We lose what makes us special because the human humans are different than machines. And we're creative beings. And creativity is energy that ebbs and flows. And the only way that energy can ebb and flow is if you allow yourself to be human and allow yourself to have human needs, such as rest and relaxation. All right? And it comes down, you know, the parallel is obviously in fitness too. It's like, we think we can be robotic. We think, we think we can be robotic with what we eat. Why can't I just have more willpower and discipline to just eat tilapia and broccoli and rice? Because you're not a fucking machine, man. You're not just, you're not a car who just requires gasoline. You know, food is more than that. Food is, food is sustenance. Yes. But food is also connection and culture and celebration and nostalgia. And if you put an expectation on yourself to be robotic and machine-like forever, like you just think that that's how you're supposed to exist, of course you're just going to continue to disappoint yourself over and over and over again. However, if you make the expectation that I'm a human... And there might be periods where I am a little bit more robotic in nature, where I am making a hard... Uh, a hard go at maybe a fat loss phase, let's just call it, right? Where I have to be robotic and I have to be precise. That's fine, but remember, you're a machine. That's not a forever pace. Energy has to ebb and flow. And so most of the time, (laughs) I'm going to say you should be flowing. Most of the time, it should feel really easy. 
And because it feels easy most of the time, your batteries are charged. You're, you're for like your batteries are charged and you're fired up for the periods when you have to push a little bit harder. You got plenty of fuel in the tank for it mentally, emotionally, and you're excited for it. And the period is so short because you're going to give yourself permission to be human. The period is so short that you never burn yourself out. And so I guess the reflection I'm getting at here from 10 years of having just horribly, just being terrible at taking a break during Thanksgiving and Christmas. The point is, man, you're human, man or woman, sorry. The point is that you're human. And humans are creative beings. And if you really want to get creative, which by the way, living is, is a work of creation. You create your own life. You create it. But, and, and that's good and bad. If you're in circumstances you don't like right now, they're from your own creation. Whether it is, you know, by default, like you just let some things go by default, or you made some, you know, conscious decisions that led you here. But that's also really liberating because you can begin to create your way out of it. You can be in, you can begin to create what you want. And as creative beings, we have to respect the needs of creative beings, which are ebbs and flows of energy, which are rest, relaxation. Sometimes certain ones of us need solitude. Sometimes certain ones, well, we all need solitude and we all need connection. And if we could just get a little bit more self-aware about when we as individuals need each and we allow ourselves not only to want what we want, because I talk about that a lot, but we also allow ourselves to need what we need without feeling bad about it. We'll be in a peak creative state and we'll be much more competent, much more able to be in a creative state and create the life that we want, whether that's creating the physical body we want or creating the career we want or creating the relationships we want. You got to want, you got to allow yourself to want you what you want, but you also have to allow yourself to need what you need in order to be a fully functioning, creative human. All right. So that's, that's my advice to you on uh, this beginning of Thanksgiving week when things can get crazy. Things can get crazy and you could, you know, Monday could hit and you could feel more tired than when the week began. I'm I'm just going to encourage you to think about this a little bit and be like, man, here's some things I could do during this weekend, during this downtime, it will absolutely fill my cup and feed my creativity. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon.